Hello and good morning. A bright start to your mornings with two bright ladies to brighten up your day. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. And a very good morning to you. How is it going on this Thursday? We are just one day away from the weekend. That's yes! something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on the show for today, ooh, not one, not two, but three, but four. Yes, lovely, lovely prizes. We want to send a lucky listener to catch Brian Adams. He is performing here on the 13th of March live at the Star Theatre. And we've got two more pairs of tickets today and tomorrow. So all you got to do is change up the lyrics to that well-known song, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Mm, besides that, you could win for yourself some really great uh, dining vouchers. Mm. We might be sending you to a seafood symphony buffet at Fullerton Hotel or a $100 voucher from Medandi Bar and Cafe. So stick around for that and more. What a lovely morning! The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. All right, here's a thought from James Clear. He is a writer and a speaker. He's also the author of the number one New York Times bestseller, Atomic Habits. Mm. You might have heard of that one. Mm. And he's got a very popular newsletter called 3 to 1 Newsletter as well. Very insightful stuff. If you love a bit of brain gym in the morning, read it. And he once said, every action we take is like a vote for the type of person we wish to become. Ah. Yeah, every action we take is like a vote for the type of person we wish to become. I love that. Mm. I also loved how you used that phrase, brain gym. Yeah. (laughs) So he writes this newsletter where he shares three thoughts for the day, two quotes from other people, and one question to ask yourself throughout the day. Oh my gosh, that sounds great, actually. To start your day with that kind of mindset, you know, put yourself in that mindset and then go forward with your day. Mm. So, for instance, one question uh, I read about yesterday was, Mm. would you rather do something without being prepared or get started with nothing in place. And how did that affect you? Made me think about, you know, the concept of do I procrastinate or do I just do it? I mean, I think it depends on what it is you're trying to do. If you're driving a car and you don't exactly have all the knowledge, (laughs) then I would wait. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) So it all does depend on context, but perhaps something we do think about throughout the day, you might want to check it out. 321 Newsletter. Good morning. Prepare yourself. Come on. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Now it's time for some good vibes only. Now this is a really, really cute story because you would never expect this coming out from our friends in the animal kingdom. Mm. But there's a man all the way in uh, England by the name of Stephen McKearns. And he was very baffled because he would find, you know, things moving in his garden shed, nuts and bolts, because he uses it as a tool shed and then you know he would uh, find that the mess that he left behind would somehow be cleared away Mm. so he was like wow what kind of you know fairies are coming in (laughs) and helping and out so he decided to set up a camera and what he caught was really amazing. His little helper was a mouse. Aww. And it showed this little mouse overnight would just be going to pick up all these tools and put it back in the little toolbox. Really? Yeah, nuts, bolts, screws. Like in the correct compartments uh, and everything. Oh, I don't know if it goes that far. <laughs> but uh, I think that's really amazing. This mm. this one's a keeper. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so he just goes around and keeps all the tools that he can possibly lift with his own strength. And I think it's just such a sweet sight. It's 
it's very adorable. I hope he gives the mouse some kind of treat or reward, like some extra cheese or something <laughs> like that. Put some food out for the poor guy. I don't know about that, but he did give him a name. Uh huh. He calls the mouse Metal Mickey. Metal Mickey, that's uh. too cute. <laughs> hey, does Metal Mickey have any friends? Can I borrow him? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's my favorite place in the whole wild world. Oh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. Alright, so we head over to Belgium where a 68-year-old man celebrating his birthday had a very different kind of party, okay? Mm. He decided to organise his own funeral Uh? and invited his friends so that he could see what it would be like. Was he sick or, you know, maybe had a terminally ill No details around that, but he was just curious as to see what a funeral would be like. So his (laughs) kids and dozens of guests showed up. Um, You know, maybe he's just curious about, yeah, what actually happens because no one ever gets to see what their funeral is like, right? But then again, it's a question that some philosophy questions will ask their students. You know, think about your funeral. What would you want people to say about you? It gets you thinking about that sense of mortality that you would have and the kind of legacy you want to leave behind. But I guess this guy just took it to a whole nother level, <laughs> took that question, turned it into action and organised his own funeral. Hmm, Is that something you would do it's for your inter- birthday? Interesting uh, consideration. Well, at least I get to have my cake and eat it. What? <laughs> you can do that on any birthday anyway. Oh, so true. Oh my God. <laughs> Good morning. Nice to see you. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Alrighty, we've got a really, really cute uh, hack for Thank Me Later. Um, if you can't find, you know, the right batteries, like say a double A battery for whatever you need, mm. you can actually use the smaller triple A batteries. Oh, how so? Yeah, because it's all about closing the uh, electrical circuit. Okay. And you close it by putting in that smaller battery into the slot and then you roll up a piece of aluminium foil into a little ball mm. that will fit the remaining space on the negative end of the battery. Okay. And Is that it, the one with the bump or without the bump? Without the bump. Okay. Yeah. And then that way you would close the circuit ah. because the aluminum foil is a conductor. Wow. Mm. So even if you have the right batteries, maybe this is something you want to try with your kids just to show them how electricity works when it's a closed circuit. I won't thank you later. I'll thank you now, Lavinia. You're welcome. Good morning, everyone. We ready? The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Here's an update from Dictionary.com. They've just added 330 new terms and 130 new definitions. Okay, so every year the dictionary is expanding. New words are included, right? And so some of the newest entries for Dictionary.com include digital nomad. Oh. Yeah, that's a phrase we're quite familiar with. You know, a person who works remotely while traveling for leisure. Mm -hmm. Hey, they make a lot of money, uh, these digital nomads. No fixed permanent address. So, you know, I want to live in Bali for six months. They'll go there and do their work. Oftentimes, it's like marketing, like digital marketing. Mm. Yeah, so alternative career for you if you're really good at marketing. Also, here's a new one. Pet fluencer. I'm sorry? A pet fluencer is a person who gains a large following on social media by posting entertaining images or videos of their cat, dog, or other pet. I am a mini <laughs> pet fluencer. I've actually had companies come and approach me and say, hey, can we get Cooper to promote some dog food for us? So did you do it? Yes, I did. Because oh. he gets free toys. Oh, awesome. <laughs> wow, when you said pet influencer, I thought it's an influencer who works on pets, you know, like influences pets. Wow, okay. What's going on in the head there? I like the idea of that. Yes, you randomness now, from you, Lovey's head. You will now kiss me, my pet. You will now lick <laughs> me, my pet. <laughs> also, woke. 
the term woke. Oh, we, not surprised. Yeah, you know, initially it meant someone who was aware of social or political issues, mm-hmm. right? But now the word woke has taken on a new meaning. It's disparaging, actually. And it relates to a liberal progressive who's like promoting inclusive policies or ideologies that welcome or embrace ethnic, racial or sexual minorities. A little bit too much. So the word woke now has a negative connotation. Mm. Ah, I still remember it as uh, just something that happens after I wake up. I woke up. Okay, yeah, that's a lot easier. <laughs> the past tense of wake, I like that too. And finally, this one you might want to remember, super dodger. Oh, I like that. Yeah, anyone who for unverified reasons remains uninfected or asymptomatic even after repeated exposure to a contagious virus, a super dodger. No, so not someone who gangs, uh, not someone who likes to siam work. Although in Singapore, I think that should be the meaning of super dodger. Yes, agreed. Oh my gosh, this is good stuff. Dictionary.com, you say? Yeah, I'm going now. One, two, three. Good morning, boys and girls. Uh, Good morning, man. Good morning. Good morning. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. So this made its rounds in the news recently. A bit of monkey business uh, happened down at the Singapore Botanic Garden to a uh, park goer. She was there, you know, having a nice walk, even had a mint ice cream on her to enjoy, sat on a bench, and then she spotted a monkey. Mm. And you know how there's always all these like public service announcements, you don't feed the monkey, don't have food around yeah, you. Yeah, of course they can be quite them. aggressive. I yes, mean, I've had an encounter scary. with oh. the monkeys over mm. at McRitchie. A friend of mine was actually walking along and this monkey came and like stole her paper bag, her plastic bag of drinks. Oh my goodness. And, like right out of her hand. They are quick as yeah. well. So uh, she went to throw her litter away and that's when this particular monkey struck. The monkey somehow managed to open her backpack, <gasps> okay, unzip it, and took her pack of Prozac pills. Oh dear. Yeah, that's a medication. Two. Yes, and took two of the pills. And then? But threw uh, the rest of the strips away. Oh, so maybe the medication is working lah. <laughs> the Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia. Yeah, baby. Yeah. On 1FM 91.3. So how do we like the idea of a lunar time zone? I don't know because I never really had to consider <laughs> about a time zone on the moon. Do I see myself going to the moon anytime soon? Nola. No. Maybe in our lifetime, you know, it's really it's fast becoming a reality. Yeah, no so, way. Because there are more lunar missions than ever on the horizon and the oh. European Space Agency wants to give the moon its own time zone. This week, the agency said space organisations around the world are considering how best to keep time on the moon because they need a common lunar reference time. Because right now, a moon mission runs on the time of the country that is operating the spacecraft. So if it's like, uh. say, an American mission, it runs on American time. If it's a Russian mission, then it's on Russian time. So European space officials said an internationally accepted lunar time zone would make it easier for everyone, especially as more countries and even private companies aim for the moon and NASA gets set to send astronauts there. Oh, you know, when you explain it that way, then it makes complete sense that the moon should get its own time zone. Very important, especially if you want to order pizza on the moon. Ah! Make sure it comes on time. I want snow skin mooncakes Ah. (laughs) on the moon. (laughs) The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia. Always look on the bright side of life. On 1FM 91.3. Talk of Tinseltown. 
So lots of Star Wars fans very excited because season three of The Mandalorian dropped yesterday on Disney Plus. Did you catch it? I did. My husband and I did on Disney Plus. Yeah. Mm, lots of people waiting for it because The Mandalorian stars Pedro Pascal as the title character. He does such a great job. He's a bounty hunter traveling to Mandalore to redeem his past transgressions with his companion Grogu, which is like a little Yoda. Uh, it's part of the Star Wars franchise set after the events of Return of the Jedi. So little Grogu, a lot of people very obsessed when Grogu first made his debut. Everyone wanted the toy at Christmas, a Grogu, anything. And so we see a whole lot more of Grogu already in the first episode of Season 3. And good news, writer-producer John Favreau says Season 4 of the Disney Plus series has already been written. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, okay. so now I'm excited for Season 4 as well. Do you know why they're mm. planning so far ahead? Because I hear that the uh, animatronics for Grogu to build that little robot uh-huh. is quite expensive. They ah. got to stretch it all and make it worth it. Okay, bang for their buck. Yeah, so I think there might be a few more seasons because that thing is so expensive. Well, hopefully we'll see Grogu grow up. Alamak, spend more money on the robot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One part brightness, two parts wit, three parts fun, and oh, heavy dose of laughter. <laughs> the Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. So right now we've got news that will inspire you under our segment called The Bright Spark. And this one here, oh my goodness, the video, you have to go and search for it. There is a team of researchers. It's a collaboration of the experts from the Chinese University of Hong Kong as well as the Harbin Institute of Technology. And together, they have come up with the world's first magnetic slime robot. What? So this is thing, okay? It looks like a glob of slime, yeah, but it can move, right? Mm. Being uh, sort of like directed by an external magnetic property, yeah. And this has really huge implications for, let's say, the medical field because mm. this slime can actually go in and out of the body. It can <gasps> actually go into the body, retrieve items. So it's great for like hard to do operations that could otherwise be truly invasive. Mm. This slime could do the trick. I know. I'm just watching a video of it. It's really cool and it kind of reminds me of Venom. Have you seen the movie Venom? That is exactly what everyone is saying when they see the video. I mean, when I looked at it, I was like, oh my god, that, that slime is alive! Is that real? You know, it looks like they took the clip from a movie actually because it's black in colour as well. And I'm just wondering, does it leave any kind of like residue in the body? Like if you were inserted into some part of the body to retrieve something? Apparently it doesn't. Mm. But of course, there's going to be more testing that's involved. Uh, interesting thing is that it's also a good conductor of electricity. Right. So really, the uh, potential with this magnetic robotic slime is pretty much endless. Okay, where can we go watch the video? Google (laughs) elastic magnetic slime or maybe real life venom slime. (laughs) Try, you try. Carol, come to the dark side. Nah, I prefer the bright side. Lavinia, come to the dark side. Wait, are you my father? What? No. No, no, no. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Now it's time for some Bright Side Travels. We share with you some really interesting travel news from all around the world. Maybe it'll inspire you on your next trip. Over in uh, Colombia, their brightest rainbow is not in the sky. Mm. It's in their river. Wait, what? Mm. There is a wonderful river uh, known as the River of Five Colors. And with it, you will see this beautiful rainbow-like colouring in the river. Okay. And this river is located in Colombia's uh, Sirania de la Macarena National Natural Park. Mm. I don't know if I said it correctly. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sonnet right. <laughs> and this stunning river owes its multicolored beauty to a plant that lives in the riverbed. The best time to see this rainbow river is in the months of May to November because that's when this river weed actually blossoms. You've got colors of yellow, blue, green and red and they are particularly brighter during this time. And also, the waters are shallower so it kind of allows more sunlight to reach the plants Ah. hence a more beautiful, colourful, vibrant display. Ah, so they call it the liquid rainbow sometimes. I just wonder what's at the end of this liquid rainbow. True. Will I find a pot of gold as well? Well, Lisa, what is Colombian no-no? Coffee? Oh, yes. That too would suffice. <laughs> what a lovely morning. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3.